from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, December 8th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. This Saturday's game between Ohio State and Michigan has been canceled by the Wolverines due to an increase in COVID-19 cases. In a statement released today, Michigan said the decision was made due to an increasing number of positive COVID-19 cases in just the past week. The Wolverines canceled their game last week against Maryland due to the same concerns and had resumed practice yesterday. The Buckeyes and Wolverines were set to meet for the 117th time and for the 103rd consecutive year. This is Ohio State's third canceled game this season, with the other two being the games against Illinois and Maryland. The Ohio House has canceled tomorrow's scheduled session, ONN's Dave James reports. The House has also called off the if-needed session on Thursday, but will continue committee work this week. Some of the state legislature were calling for cancellations because three House members have tested positive for COVID-19 since Friday. They include an unnamed Republican lawmaker, along with Democrat John Patterson from the Ashtabula area and Republican Rick Carfagna from suburban Columbus. Dave James, I went in news. The curfew ordered by Governor Mike DeWine last month, which was set to expire this week, will be extended. Kevin Landers has the details. Governor Mike DeWine said the curfew is showing signs it's working, but warned hospitals remain stretched too thin. Even if we're plateaued out, it's not sustainable for a very long period of time. A nurse from Youngstown echoed those concerns. It's definitely been a long 10 months here. The morale is down among staff. We're exhausted. Governor Mike DeWine plans to release more details about the curfew extension on Thursday. Right now, that curfew requires businesses to close at 10 o'clock. Reporting from the State House, Kevin Landers. The FBI has now joined the Columbus Police Department in investigating a fatal shooting last Friday involving a Franklin County Sheriff's deputy who was part of a U.S. Marshals Task Force. Yolanda Harris has more. 23-year-old Casey Goodson Jr. was not the subject of the investigation, but the U.S. Marshal says Goodson waved a gun at law enforcement while driving. Goodson's family disputes that. Investigators say there was a verbal altercation and a deputy fired his gun at Goodson, ultimately killed him. The deputy has been identified as Jason Mead. He's been with the Franklin County Sheriff's Office for 17 years and is not on duty during this investigation. The sheriff's deputies do not have body cameras. I'm Yolanda Harris. Both the Franklin County Sheriff's Office and Columbus Police have said they believe the state should investigate this case, but the state has declined. Governor DeWine says school districts around Ohio are choosing their own path in providing education during the pandemic. ONN's Dave James has more. DeWine says of the 609 school districts in Ohio, 40% are currently teaching in the classroom full-time, 30% are fully remote, and 29% are blending the two. The decision that every school district has made uh, at the local level, uh, the community has made that decision. The school board, the superintendent has made that decision. In all, 44% of Ohio's students are currently learning by remote means only. Dave James, ONN News. 67% of American students are using some form of remote learning due to the pandemic. Andrew Kinsey has the details. Some new academic performance numbers suggest this is taking a pretty heavy toll. In Houston, one of the largest school districts of the nation, the number of students with failing grades is exploding. During the fall of this year, 42% of students received one or more Fs in first grading period, which was 100% virtual. Last year, only 26% fell into that category. I'm Andrew Kinsey. 
More than a month after the election, President Donald Trump has still not conceded to President-elect Joe Biden. Tracy Townsend says many Republicans are backing the president's resistance. Among them, Ohio Representative Jim Jordan. When asked if the president should concede, Jordan said, no way. He told CNN, quote, we should still try to figure out exactly what took place here. And as I said, that includes, I think, debates on the House floor. Jordan suggested those debates could happen in the first week of January. Despite this, President-elect Biden continues to move forward with staffing decisions. I'm Tracy Townsend. State wildlife officials are reporting hunters had a good week during the week-long gun season. Owen's Eric Brown reports. The Ohio Division of Wildlife says hunters harvested almost 72,000 white-tailed deer during the annual gun hunting week that wrapped up on Sunday. Over the last three years, hunters checked an average of 65,500 deer during the same week-long period. Deer hunting in Ohio has come a long way since the first gun season in 1943 when only three counties were open for hunting and 158 deer were taken. Today, deer hunting occurs in all 88 counties and an estimated 310,000 hunters take part in the week-long deer gun season. Eric Brown, ONN News. Hunters can enjoy two more days of deer gun season Saturday and Sunday, December 19th and 20th. And with a coronavirus vaccine expected to be rolling out as soon as next week, many people have questions. ONN's Dave James reports. Infectious disease expert Dr. Anthony Fauci was asked by CBS News whether the vaccine will be similar to a flu shot that people need yearly to increase protection. I'm not so sure it'll be every year, but I would be surprised if it gave lifelong immunity the way the measles vaccine does. And if you've had the coronavirus this year, do you need a vaccine when it's available? Yes, because once you get infected, with the virus, it isn't certain how long that protection would be. Healthcare workers and those in nursing homes will be the first to receive the vaccine. Dave James, ONN News. Special thanks to affiliate station WBNS-TV in Columbus for its contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.